What's up, everybody? This is episode 20 of the One Question Podcast, where we break down some of life's most difficult questions, looking at it through a spiritual lens. And often that question leads to more questions and more questions. My name's David. I'm one of the hosts, joined by my co-host, Lindsay. Hey, everyone. And today we're joined by Pastor Jerry. Welcome. Hey, guys. Happy to have you here so with glad. us. Good so to happy. be here. I think David Excited. didn't quite get the memo on the, like, black. It was an all-black day. Missed it. I'm I know. Sorry. That's all right. We you still already love you. ruined it. Can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hey guys, um, we're so glad that y'all are joining us, whether you're listening or watching. Maybe you are spiritually curious and have questions about who God is. Maybe you have just recently decided to follow Jesus, or maybe you've been walking with God a long time. We hope that these questions are encouraging and challenging to you, and that you're able to take a step forward from wherever you're at in your journey. Yeah. And today's question. Without further ado. I know. And typically, I feel like I'm, we're always like, I'm so excited about today's question. Today's question. Um, I mean, I'm always excited. I don't know. Today's question, I don't, I'm not as excited about. It makes me sad. <laughs> it is a little yeah, sad. It is. <laughs> but it's important and it's difficult. And I think we should, as Christians, ask ourselves and ask each other important, difficult questions. So without further ado, today's question. Um, does God care about all the starving kids around the world? Mm. And uh, I feel like we can almost kind of like fill in the blank there. Like yeah, we're totally. asking, you know, does God care about starving kids around the world? But we could really talk about does God care about, you know, people dying, people mm. who are poor, people who are in need. Um, Pain, suffering. All right. the bad, horrible things. Yeah. Does yeah. God care about them? Yeah, especially. Jerry. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that, um, first of all, I love the fact that in um, our Christian faith, um, the Bible fully embraces a world of suffering. Mm. I mean, Jesus said, in this world, you will have troubles. And so uh, everywhere you look in Scripture, even people that had strong faith um, went through seasons of brokenness and hurt and struggle and pain. And so the Bible fully embraces a world in which there's going, you know, there is suffering. And I think from a, from a faith context in terms of for us as believers, it's we believe that from the very beginning, God created this beautiful and perfect world where everything was to live, everyone was to live in harmony with God and with one another. And he also created free will because what's love without free will? And uh, because of free will, we had the opportunity to either follow after God and uh, trust his heart for his creation, or we had the opportunity to choose to go our own way. And um, according to the Christian faith, as human beings, we did choose to go our own way, and continue to choose to go our own way. And as a result of free choice, there are also um, consequences that just happen in the world because we have free will. Mm. And, and really, that when um, humanity chose to go our own way, it wasn't just that the human heart was fractured in its relationship with God, but also the entirety of the created order. So therefore, nature, um, everything about the way the world operates was kind of 
jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> right? lack of a better yeah, word. Yeah, for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah. So, so does, so yes, there was the fall, there was sin that entered in, but does God care about that, that we are suffering and that we are broken and that there are children who are starving? Yeah, I think from the, you know, God's essential nature and his heart for us is that he is love. I mean, the Bible says not only is God loving, the Bible says that God is love. He is the very definition of love. And so, uh, and we find that throughout the entire scripture, even though humanity chose, we chose to turn our backs on God, God has not turned his back on us. He has continued to um, pursue us with love and with care. And uh, all through scripture, and really leading up to the pinnacle, which is, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And so um, Jesus dies on the cross. That not only shows us that God identifies with suffering and pain, but also that God loved us so much that Jesus would die on the cross for us. And constantly through the Bible, you you read passages about where it talks about that, you know, God is close to the brokenhearted. And, um, you know, he, he cares for those who are crushed in spirit. And so, and not only does God care for those who suffer, God calls people who follow after him to care for those who suffer mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So... So then if God cares about these things and these people, why does he let bad things happen? And I know you talked a little bit about the fall and how sin entered in, but, you know, could he not just kind of say, hey, I know y'all made some bad choices, but I'm going to make it perfect from here on out. Like, why does he continue to let bad things happen? Mm-hmm. David, do you have any thoughts too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feel bad or just put in David. Pastor Jerry in the hot seat. I mean, I, for me, I think that I would like Pastor Jerry to contextualize a little bit about the fall because I think that we have to really understand, especially for those of us out there that aren't super close to God or that don't have any concept. Can you just give them some context with what the fall is in case they don't know and then talk about how, um, yeah, I, I just think that it's important for that because I think that before we answer that Before question. We answer more. that question. Yeah, can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about the fall and like kind of expand on that a little bit about what that means? So, I mean, I think if you if you think about um, God's relationship with us, God created this perfect world and you know, we chose to go our own direction which which really, you know, fractured the original intent. Mm-hmm. But if you think about from the standpoint of love, uh, when you love someone, it's not one of these relationships where you just control them. Or right? force them. Right. We're them. not, I mean, imagine a world where you can't choose between ice cream and broccoli. Like God makes you, <laughs> you will do this. You will eat broccoli all the time. I mean, but, I mean that's or a silly example. Or broccoli ice cream. Oh, that, oh, that sounds flavor. disgusting. <laughs> but if you think about it, a world where there is no choice, where yeah. is that really love someone who cares about you that totally takes away all of your choices and you just, you basically live this robotic life? I mean, that to me is not even life. Right. And so God chooses to give us free will. But um, 
as a consequence of that, when we make some of those decisions, they're going to, like, I'm going to make some decisions that, you know, might seem good to me, but out of free will making a choice might hurt you, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. And I think we see, like, even in a world of hunger, we make the choices every day that do impact the rest of the world. I mean, I think we live in a country where, you know, we go to bed full, you know, most of us do every night. We drink clean water, all those things. But, um, you know, there is, you know, they always say there's more resources in the world to, to take care of everyone. And yet that distribution plan has not happened. Mm -hmm. And so there's an impact that God cares about those hungry children, mm -hmm. but, um, Sometimes we are a part of God's answer mm -hmm. to people who are struggling. That's yeah. great. And I think part of that, like going back to this idea of free will and authentic, real love and not being able to have that without a choice. You know, I think about, I know both of y'all are fathers and when your kids were young, um, you know, if they were to say, I want to have, you know, candy for dinner every single night. You, as the father who knows the best, would say, hey, you probably ask shouldn't do that. No, They're going to say, ask your mother. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, but you would say, hey, that's going to upset your stomach. And sure. they'd be like, no, I want to. And then, you know, a couple hours later, if they had candy every night, their tummy would feel awful. And that's, you know, an act of free will that brought about a consequence. And so I think to me that's really clear. But then I think about things like hurricanes that destroy nations or cancer or covid you know, mm. where we know and love people who have passed from COVID um, over this season. And so what would you say to those people who are like, well, there was no choice I did to right. bring about these horrible consequences. So where does that, I know you touched on a little bit of like how the fall affected, you know, the earth. Can you speak to that a little bit more? Yeah, just that um, I would say a couple of things. First of all, I think that one is that as if you're a follower of Jesus, one of the things we believe is that the fall that took place in creation was not just about the human heart, but also about all of the properties of the created order. So that includes, you know, weather patterns. Mm -hmm. Mental illness. Mental illness, that kind of thing, right? That um, there are things that begin to happen, almost sometimes even maybe in a, in a domino effect. Because one thing's not quite in order, it leads to something else. And so I fully believe that we can live in a world where certain things um, are, are messed up that don't have anything to do necessarily with a direct human choice. And, and I think, you know, and I hope if you're listening to this or watching this, I, I think that the reality is, you know, as a pastor, I've seen, you know, just terrible suffering and pain you know we get to sit on the sidelines for the great joys and celebrations in people's lives but also we you know are there to see some of life's worst moments and quite honestly there are just things I don't think I'll understand mm. or that you'll understand on this side of eternity I think that's why when it talks about in the Bible about you know today we only see like in a mirror dimly like mm -hmm. it's there's a distortion about it that we don't fully 
see and we're limited maybe in our perspective. And so I, I think I'll have a lot of questions and for God one day as Not well. Not for us. You don't think we can answer it right here on the podcast? <laughs> Obviously, y'all think I can. <laughs> yeah. Who Should did we, we our... think was answering oh, the question? Man. Can we take our list with us into eternity? Will we, will we be able to remember all these questions that we have? Hey, God's got all the time in the world, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's so interesting, too, the fact that you're saying that it, it's almost like a domino effect. The fact that after the fall of it, at creation that... There, there's like a, a thing set into motion almost where the earth will continue to go on and will continue to treat it in a certain way that sometimes leads to the things like you're talking about, like with hurricanes or natural disasters. Some of that may be impacted by our own actions. And, and I think that um, it's so easy for people to, in difficult times, blame God when, in fact, you find that peace and comfort when you turn to God and mm-hmm. seek him out in those moments. Um, and I think that it's all about how we look at those. Uh, and, I, and I think for a lot of people, the question would then go to, well, if God sees all these bad things happen, God is omnipresent, omnipowerful. Why can't he just stop it? Why can't he just do anything about it? Or why doesn't he intercede um, supernaturally and stop some of these things from happening? Yeah. I, you know, I think that um, it, it there is this sense in which if God is all loving and all powerful, that there is this real sense that he does allow mm-hmm. things to happen. Yeah. And I can't even imagine, that would be very difficult. I, I think just as a father for a child, that would be very difficult. But using that analogy, I think there have been times where I as a parent have had to watch my children go through some difficult things. Um, and some of those things were just a matter of, I knew that they had to walk through them. They would come to learn and understand some things that um, they might not ever understand had it just jumped in and saved the day and made everything okay again. Right. So, and I, and I would never, <clears throat> when you begin to talk about that, there are unspeakable tragedies that I can't even begin to untangle as to why. Mm-hmm. What would be the purpose behind it? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, it's just like, y'all are going to think I'm a terrible, terrible grandfather, but the other day we were doing something, we were cutting up something, and I turned my back just for a second, and I looked down, and little, my little Aspen, my granddaughter, she has a knife. Oh, my God. sharp knife. Are you sure we want to share this? She's holding on the, the, the knife part, and I'm like, she's not holding enough to where it's doing anything, so I just have to come in gently without like jumping and panicking, <laughs> just pull her fingers back to take it out of her hand. Mm. But the reality is I thought about that when that happened. I thought that's sometimes me, that my perspective is so limited that I can't see some of you know the dangers and the struggles and the challenges and why things are happening. But God has a much bigger vantage point than I do. And sometimes I have to believe that you know, at least – it's a mantra of mine that when I can't see the hand of God at work, I trust his heart. Mm. And, I, and I trust his heart because of what I know God personally laid on the line at the cross, at least as a believer. That's, you know, where I kind of land. And, and it, doesn't, it doesn't always explain everything. That's why I have questions. Yeah. But I think it certainly helps me begin to put in perspective that somehow in the midst of it, even though I don't understand it all, that, 
you know, God does have this yeah. somehow, some way. And I think part of it is like the culture we are in right now and have been in um, has, you know, this idea of like, you know, think of the story of Cinderella. Like she has the evil stepsisters. She, you know, gets locked upstairs, but then she meets her prince and it's a happily ever after. So like we are able to look back at the story and be like, okay, well, those hard moments were justified because she got the happy ending. You know, we see that in almost every movie, every good movie, you know. Um, So you see, you know, in, in Lion King and Shrek, I don't know. What are the kids watching these days? But, you know, in so many of those instances, we're able to see, okay, here are the bad things that happen, but then here's the good that comes out of it. And so I don't think that's always reflected in real life, but that's what we want. And so we look at and ask things like, why aren't the starving kids in, you know, around the world, why aren't they being fed? Like we expect that they're suffering, so it's going to be perfect one day. And so I think we as humans struggle with that, both on a broad scale, but also in our own lives. Like, why did, you know, I, I lose my child? Why did I lose my job? Why did I lose my house? And we don't see the full picture yet. But I love this question that you asked, David, about, you know, how can God see such bad things and not do anything about it? Like, to me, he is doing something, even if it's not in the short term that we can see right now. Like, he did send his son to die for us so we could have eternity with him. And so sometimes we look in this life for answers, but like we've kind of been joking about, we'll get to heaven one day, but I don't think our questions will even matter then because we'll see that beauty and have that happy ending. Yeah, and I think that for people who maybe aren't Jesus followers yet, I think that it's hard to um, just accept that in a way because this is the human experience. If you don't believe in God, if you don't is believe there's anything, there that's all there is. But for us, if we were to really put things in perspective, this human experience is a blip of eternity. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I think that that makes it a whole lot easier. I don't want to say like to just accept that there's bad things that happen. But, but to have a hope. We realize that, that our hope doesn't lie on this earth, but our hope lies in Jesus. And... Um, I think that we have to be there for people in this human experience when they go through hard times. Yes. Yeah. I think that's too. I want to make sure we emphasize that, you know, especially when you talk about starving children. I mean, the truth is um, there are a lot of things in this world that we can address suffering. And I think the call of, I know in the Christian faith over and over and over again is that we're, we as followers of God are to put on compassion and kindness. You know, we are called to live um, for a sense with, with mercy. And um, just like the Good Samaritan story Jesus tells, you know, you know, all through Scripture, God is calling people to care for people. And that sometimes we are the answer to someone's prayer in that we step in in the name of Christ to offer care or love or an encouraging word, or sometimes, quite honestly, you have no words. Mm -hmm. You just sit beside Mm -hmm. someone and you take their hand and you walk with them through it. Sure. So, but I do believe it's important that um, sometimes God's answer for a world of suffering is mobilizing people to care for people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
Yeah. Well, you guys, I'm so grateful that y'all joined us as we got into a little bit of a difficult conversation, um, a hard one that I think hits home for a lot of us. But I hope, you know, your takeaway is similar to mine, which is just that we can trust that God's heart is good. Like you were saying, Pastor Jerry, even when I don't understand, I can trust his heart mm-hmm. and what he's doing. Um, and so, Pastor Jerry, David, thanks for joining us. Loved it. Thank and you. if y'all have a question, be sure to email it to one question at beachchurchx.com. And we'll see you guys next week.